0: It can feel like we can't catch a break with our team, right? Like we are constantly putting out fire after fire, and we end up exhausted by the emotional roller coaster that is managing humans. Well, I get you, you are not alone. Um, I was recently talking to three of my favorite salon owners that I work with in Salon Mastery, who had all recently, within a week, been through what I would call team explosions, like team members throwing burning balls of fire at you and you have to catch them and deal with them sound familiar happened to me many a time so I call them this because let's face it this is kind of what they feel like right team explosions So the first owner had her top performing stylist who had been working at her salon for three years Uh, she came up to her one day and to shared out of the blue how she was considering handing in her notice she was feeling too overwhelmed and burnt out after all of the COVID disruptions, and had decided that she just needed to live a different lifestyle in the outback of Australia. She wanted to go away from all of the hustle and the bustle of the busy life, busy city life. And the, the second owner had spent the lead up to Christmas covering her entire team while they were all sick of, with COVID, of course. She was the last man standing and she was exhausted, as you can imagine. It was Christmas time like the whole of Christmas time. And then what made it worse is her team member, who was now subsequently better, went out and partied all New Year's. Um, So you can imagine the third team member was in the middle of uh, what we call a daily huddle. And she was working with her team, leading change, um, new ways to serve clients better, to be more effective. And suddenly she was verbally attacked by her team about the new ideas like how dare she suggest such radical changes within the business and expect the team to try new things how dare she and of course she felt alone uh frustrated like her team was working against her so I wonder if you have experienced anything like this before um this is something that I've experienced in my team many times over in the early days of owning my salon. And to be honest, it leaves you a little feeling a little bit unappreciated, certainly vulnerable, um, for sure. Like you're giving your employees, you're giving everything to your team and kind of getting nothing in return. And it can make us feel really resentful, actually, if I'm honest enough, you know. And I think it's this that eventually leads out to what I would call business owner burnouts. Uh, but eventually, I figured out some pretty foolproof ways of navigating these team explosions, these fireballs that come at us. And for the most part of my salon years, things ran like well-oiled machine, Not certainly not in the early days. So I want to share with you some of the strategies that I've utilized from preventing this type of thing to hap- ha- from happening and what you can do about it. So come with me. On the journey, let's dive, dive into why these team explosions may be occurring and how to breathe life and love into your and culture without stepping into overwhelm or overworking yourself. All right. So if you ever feel like your team hates change, then it can feel like any time that you bring up new strategies, new way of new ways of doing things like this is how we do it around here, that your team are a little bit against you, resistant to change. Like when you suggest to switch product brands or change opening hours or new consultation strategies, they don't want to hear it. And it feels like an uphill battle and like you're at the bottom of the hill. (laughs) But actually, I actually think, in actual fact, why we feel like everyone's against you, I actually think they're not. I remember, I often had to remember that our teams are just humans too. They have their own life experience. And most of the time when they explode, um, they don't, and and they don't act like you always expect them to. They're simply just protecting their own worries, their own fears, and they're projecting that upon you. And this can feel like they're mad at you. But in reality, it's totally normal for your team or, or humans to reject change straight away. There are some personalities that just do not like change, that don't cope well, and they'll reject it first time round. Something, something new is an adjustment for everybody, and they need to consider the impact, um, the impact that it's going to have upon them. And I think it's really important for us as the salon CEO to give them the time and the space to come to terms with new things and how it will impact them. Remember, usually, like if we come to a new strategy that we want to implement in the business, it usually takes us a while to decide and plan the strategy and come up with the idea and what it is that we want and recognize the problem and and decide on the solution. So we need to give our team a chance to catch up with your thinking. Right. So I think the first thing to do is to ensure that you give them the why for what you're implementing, because by the time you get to your team, you've already worked out the why you've worked out the solution, you've worked out the step by step. So we need to go back a step to the beginning of the journey and give them the why. Why are we implementing this? Why do we need to do it? What is the impact on the business? What is the problem that we're trying to solve? How is it impacting the business? How is it impacting the clients? And of course, how is it impacting the whole team and any individual within that? And then give them some space to soak it all in, to think it through. And if you can, get them involved in the change process. Remember, they're not the salon owner, you are. You can't always expect them to see it from your perspective. So give them time to come to terms with that, but also allow space, for fresh ideas and new ways of doing things to come your way. So it's a bit of a two-way street. So uh, I think we give them the space to think about the problem, think about the change and come together for a final solution. For those that find things more difficult and maybe express it in a little bit more of a public way, like this poor owner, Uh, with the team member in the morning huddle, and it's a bit of a public explosion, then I think take that away and work with them in private to explore change processes and get it out of the public domain. Um, I think you'll have an easier time leading your people through the change process if you take it step by step, but away from the others. Because in in front of others, they'll either feel empowered by the group which then puts you separated from the group. Or they've now started something and they need to complete it. And there's a bit of uh, saving face and all of those complicated emotions that get in the way. So I think you'll enjoy the rewards of change as a team more seamlessly if you remove the explosion. No one wants to be part of a heated or uncomfortable conversation in public. Like it's awkward for the other people, let alone for you. So we want to say something like, it sounds like we should talk more about this. Uh, let's do that separately to this. this. At the moment, I really want to focus on X, Y, Z. Let's make a time for you and I to chat and we can discuss that more in depth. And then the person feels heard. The team knows that you'll hear them, but you've got a real focus today. We need to lead our people towards change. So. Number two, if you feel like your team just don't care enough, I think as a salon owner, we're often super empathetic people. It's why we often get into the industry in the first place. We care deeply, do we not, about our business, about our team, our clients. Um, And we love our salon, like with a passion, we throw everything into it. We throw everything into our team. And along with this, all their emotions get all mixed in and amongst it and sometimes it's hard to separate the human heartbeat from the business CEO. Hello, just me popping into this episode with a little message. If you want help implementing a strategy to help build and grow your team then let's connect. Become the CEO you know is inside of you and know life is for living not slaving. If you're committed to leveling up your business Maybe you've thought about working with me, but you're just not sure. Then let me tell you who I work with. Maybe we're a match. I work with a certain type of salon owner, a salon or spa owner looking to make a huge leap forward. You have a team of four or seven or more, and are already smashing seven to eight K a week or more. I help salon owners prepare and get to $19,000 a week. That's a million dollar business. If you're more than ready to step up and become a real CEO of your business, rather than just another day fully booked on the floor and the business just becomes overwhelming and stressful, you know you want to grow a team and a sustainable business that's not centered all around you. A successful, predictable, profitable business that works without you. Not that you don't have to drive it, but it's not dependent upon you. You're willing to be open, coachable, put the right strategic systems in your business, You're a massive action taker and 60 days from now, things could be completely different a year from now, life and business could be better than you ever imagined. If you want to have a chat, see if we're a fit and Salon Mastery is right for you, then DM me, let's talk. Or you can find Salon Mastery application on www.salonownerscollective.com. Fill out the application. I'll get it, have a look through it. Keen to find out more about you and your business. All right, for now, let's go back to the episode. However, I think this actually can come back and bite us on the bum, Uh, especially if we're faced in the moments with these team explosions, right? And I'm not saying that I want you to change how much you care. I think that's really important. You love your salon, you love your team. But I want you to think about um, being a little bit more mindful in these situations, stepping back and viewing the situation a little bit more objectively first and remove your personal attachment either to the person. Uh, Often we get the need to feel liked and loved gets in the way of us being able to objectively deal with the situation that's going on. Typically for them, the emotion and the explosion that's unfolding in front of you. We want to see that objectively and step back from the situation, almost like hopping out of the goldfish bowl so you can look in from an objective point of view. Um, I think sometimes having a team is a little bit like raising a child. You can give it all the love, the guidance, um, and growth that your child needs. But when we've got little children, we can't expect them always to return the same understanding and feelings back towards you. We we don't question that when it's our children till they get a bit older. <laughs> but I think the same applies for our team. And when we're trying to implement and change sell on growth strategies. So kids, aka some of your team members, often don't know how to manage their emotions like you might want or like you might hope. You don't have control about their previous life experience before they came to work for you. It just may mean that they don't have the skills to manage their own emotions and how they deal with change and things like this, uh, or stress or whatever the environment is. And it may very well, and often it is not, even about you. And it doesn't mean that they don't care. They just don't know how to deal. So like the stylist who wanted to move to the outback, um, this kind of expression of, Or an idea for life change that's not set in stone in the moment that's just somebody voicing their ideas or expressing their uh, stress at the moment and if anything I think you know if somebody feels comfortable to do that and you should provide they actually feel like you are a safe space to express that and I think it's good for us as a CEO to be able to provide a safe space for them to come and let you know how they're feeling. I think this is actually an indicator that you're doing something well, even if it's disguised as an emotional explosion and they just say, like, I want to leave, whatever it is. That is the team member being able to come to you in confidence and be open and sharing. Um, and it gives you an opportunity, I think, to be proactive with them and find an uh, an effective solution for all parties because maybe just her roster needs to change maybe she just needs to work less days maybe she hasn't had a holiday for 12 months like i discovered one of my team members last year had not had a holiday in 18 months see <laughs> we need to do something about that so i think open communication li- um, lines and managing their growth and then of course subsequent tantrums and different personalities will have different tantrums in different ways we need, well, I think that will help build trust, even with the most difficult team member. Make sense? All right, let's talk about number three, which is that often we don't, well, we ask ourselves, does the perfect team even exist? Well, I think if you're anything like me, when you opened your salon doors and you started hiring team members, I'm sure like me, you had the picture of this perfect team in mind. The perfect uh, employees not um, who are not only incredible at their work, they're hardworking, they're technically great and produce great results, right? Together you would envisage this amazing culture uh, and vibe inside of your salon. I used to strive to have the perfect team. Like I put a lot of pressure on myself to have the perfect team. But I realized that this practically was a near impossible uh, goal to have a full crew of perfect people on board all of the time. So I had lots of amazing, amazing team members that worked for me over my 20 years of salon ownership. One even ended up being my bridesmaid, which uh, I was super lucky to have found such a good friend. Um, and I did have a really rockstar team that supported me through all sorts of things. But I did learn that I needed to change my expectations. And I learned that I could only realistically keep 80% of the people happy 80% of the time. And if I could achieve that, actually, I was doing a really good job. And it was up to me to build and then rely upon the systems and processes uh, that would support the remaining 20% shortfall. I want you to listen to this. Systems and processes shall set you free. Systems and processes shall set you free and it will set you free from the operational daily drama, from client complaints, from team explosions, and it will help hold your business up to a high standard, even if sometimes team members let us down. Humans are humans after all, like I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, life happens. So if you're prepared for when things do happen, because they inevitably will, by having tools, systems, processes in place to keep the business productive, clients happy, your team loving their work, then I think you're doing a good job already. And I think the, the final saying that I'll say there is progress over perfection always. So I hope that has been useful. We have talked about uh, the perfect team. Does it exist and how we can adjust our expectations? We've talked about how sometimes we feel like our team just don't care. And instead, we're really just not giving them the the space and place to be open about what's going on for them and just let them be humans. And that really has nothing to do with us. We talked about how our team probably hate change, but maybe we're not giving them time and space to get ready for change or include them in the change process. And I think if we can get those things right as a a leader and as a culture, then we're less likely to face things like uh, team members wanting to depart and live in the outback from team members that Uh, take a whole bunch of time off at Christmas time and then go and party at New Year's and you don't get to have your holiday. And if we do that, we're we're less likely to have team explosions, public explosions when we're trying to drive the team forward. And there's always that one person who just tries to wreck the whole scenario. So I hope that those three tips are useful and helpful for you uh, when times are tough. And so I want to invite you if you're struggling with your team explosions and you want a little bit of help uh, with a leadership plan or implementing growth frameworks within your salon, how to avoid these types of explosions in the future, then let's chat. I do want to tell you who I work with. If you have a team, if you're a salon owner, let's start with that one. If you own a salon and you have a team of four, maybe seven or more, In your team, and you're already smashing the six, seven, or more uh, k per week. Well, then I help salon owners prepare and get to nineteen thousand dollars a week. That's a million dollar salon. If you feel like you're more than ready to really step up into your role as a real salon CEO in your business, rather than, I guess, just riding the roller coaster or feeling held hostage to your team, and instead you want to grow a team a sustainable business that's not completely centered around you so that you can enjoy a little bit of freedom, a little bit of uh, bit of a life, you know, that other life that you used to have before you had a business. You want to enjoy a little bit of that along with your success. And if you're willing, if you're open, if you're coachable and you're prepared to put the right strategies and systems in place inside into your business and you're an action taker, then 60 days from now, things could be completely different. And a year from now, business and life could look better than you'd ever imagined. So if you want to chat, talk about it, see if we're a fit, if we're a good fit to work together, then DM me or PM me, whichever one, <laughs> they'll, they'll all reach me. And let's talk. I'll ask a couple of questions. And if you're a fit, I'll invite you to apply. We'll jump on a, on a call and have a chat. In any case, that is a wrap for today. So I hope this has been super valuable and I look forward to working with you more in 2022. And uh, that's a wrap for today. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.